0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the stack. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And on the stack, we talk about a couple of comic books that came out this week. Kicking it off with Ronin Island Number Four. Nice. nice. I From love it. Summer.
2: It's time for an island book. You know, yeah, I'm on I Island know. time. Yeah. Just chill out. island time.
0: I got myself a pina colada. Yep. I got a little
2: Greg Pak, and that's what this book is all about. Chilling out. In the midst of a horrifying zombie apocalypse.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. This is actually a little bit of a down issue, uh, so to speak, at least in terms of the action. Like, they've uh finished off the main thrust of the action. So
2: much happens in this No, issue. so much happened,
0: but they're taking a moment to take stock in this issue and figure out what their next steps
2: are. So, I mean, so many people died. You <laughs> reveal what was causing the zombies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than lot. that. I th- <laughs> uh, other than that, real down issue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what your vacations are like. Yeah, no, I guess not. You live... Uh, uh, high-paced zombie island life. Um, this book is fun. I feel like it tase- takes risks in ways that uh, other books don't. Uh, and it's, uh, I think I've said this every time we've talked about it, but it feels to me like a, you're playing a game of Final Fantasy, uh, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, I still don't know what that means. Yeah, that's Every
1: time you say it. The, I'm really happy with this issue because uh, two people are are finally stopping fighting and they're going to team up. And it was kind of a, a beautiful moment, and also there was a couple of sad deaths. Uh, but I love this book. The art's amazing. The writing is fantastic. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, the, uh,
0: everything you guys said, plus the fact that the mythology in the book is very interesting. It does feel very different. It's hit very differently. Um, I really like where this is going. All right, let's kick it off with a DC comic book, Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number two. Now, I don't know if you guys read the first issue of this. I went into it very trepidatious about what was going to yeah. happen. I hadn't read the first two.
2: Like These guys I, don't get along.
0: Well, I I've kind of felt like, okay, you know, James Titan is great. He I is really great. like his writing. Yeah. But I haven't been the hugest TMNT fan necessarily, and it felt like a stunt for stunt's sake. Yeah. This one mashes together the universes of Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and in the first issue it ended with the craziest visual ever, which was Krang in the anti-monitor's stomach yeah. Because they're manipulating the universes. They moosh them together. Batman lives in the sewers with the Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles. That's adorable.
2: And as we find out in this issue, has been their brother all along. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is great. So I, fun. I'll tell you what. I told my kids that. They could not stop laughing. They were enjoying it so much. Right. Like, and I think that's good. Like, that's the sort of plot you want out of a comic because that's sort of fun. The thing that gets mixed in this issue that was the big cliffhanger in the last issue is one of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in black and white shows up to warn them that things were wrong with their two universes. Yes. yes. And
1: as the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle head in this group, what's great yeah. is the original No one would argue with that. Uh, uh, the original Eastman and Laird uh, comic is honored with the, bla- the black and white. Eastman and Laird. Not familiar with the names. All right. Well, they're and the guys who invented Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice. So like with the pizza and like... Oh, no, yeah. a no. This was bed. when they were black and white issues and, the and action, they were darker. with the and, action figures uh, in the cartoon? N- no. No, this was all before With that. Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, and those ones like, are fun. Yeah. And then when they were I'm like, we like, the And you the frogs and are yeah. like, we're frogs, but we're like them. No, <laughs> no, that's a completely separate thing. No, uh, so this is great because this is. Are a, you thinking uh,
0: of the radioactive hamster things or oh, whatever? That's it is? good, yeah. yeah. No.
1: No, I'm not. So I don't understand why you're having such a hard time with this. So the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was uh, Eastman and Laird. They were all black and white uh, issues. They weren't these party animal dudes. It was like a coloring book. No, it was. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was just (laughs) a focus on their story and martial arts. And that's when they first met Batman? No. (laughs) <laughs> but what's great about this book is but it's this is hot- the third one, so I assume <laughs> there were like two before. Was the black and white Batman tees journals one? I, I really hate you guys. So <laughs> what's nice is we're getting a, a nod to a lot of things in this issue, and it almost seems like too much of a mashup, but it works really well, and it's a lot of fun seeing Krang in the anti monitor. I was so. <laughs> excited about this if you would have told me i've would been like that sounds dumb but it's actually done really well and i'm very impressed with this mashup i thought this was going to be a joke issue but i ended up enjoying it very much
2: yeah james tynan uh is such a smart writer and he does a great job taking what feels opportunistic like alex was saying and taking advantage of it and making like a really surprising great book yeah. I just got to Google these turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the
0: record, I will say in all seriousness, I hated the cartoon because I had read the Eastman and Laird Turtles, and I was like, this is great. And when everybody's like, oh, you got to check out this cartoon, I was like, what the fuck is this? What yep. are they joking about? Shut yeah. up. This sucks.
2: Oh, see, I love the cartoon, except for when Michelangelo went to a grappling hook.
1: Oh, yeah. Very controversial. For a long time, he had
2: nunchucks. Yeah. Uh, But then. Nunchakos. uh, Sure. Uh, It. But then there was a problem with people hitting other people with nunchucks.
1: Both adults and children, I'll say. It's It's now very specifically. It's all now legal in Uh, New York City. It's it's actually
2: not illegal. Uh, Very recently, nunchucks were made legal in New York City. I can walk
1: the streets again.
2: As Pete has been doing every night, he walks around hitting himself in the balls with his nunchucks.
0: (laughs) 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 Screaming, I love being a turtle. (laughs) All right, moving on to an image comic book, Thumbs Number One. This is a new. that uh, post-apocalyptic isn't exactly right. Futuristic sci-fi tale. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not immediately clear what's going on at the beginning or the middle of this book. Um, But man, the art in here and the layouts is so good. I
2: thought this was a great
0: comic. Oh, Amazing I, comic. I, I was not totally on board for like the first five to ten pages or so. I was like, all right, where's this going? What's going yeah. on with this? But as they slowly unfurl what is happening in the world of the book, they weave in elements of virtual reality. They tease things about what is actually going on in this world. And when they have the final reveal at the end of the issue, it's huge because they've laid in the character so well. And I know I'm dancing around. You are dancing. What happens in the book. But I don't want to spoil it for people because it's such a great ride. It's
2: Stylistically, this reminds me of Deadly Class, both Ooh, yeah. uh, in the writing and the art, um, and I mean that in a complimentary way, because it's not at all like the story, but it just feels like that kind of story. Yeah. Uh, but a lot it's of not great
1: surprises. Like uh like over-the-top violent or gross. No. It's, uh, but I also really love the social commentary about like technology raising kids and stuff like that, because yeah. realistically... I had parents, and I still feel like I was kind of raised by my television and cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, I really kind of love what this comic is saying, and the art's fantastic, amazing storytelling. I'm, I'm really impressed with this comic.
2: Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to the cartoons that raised you about the job they did. <laughs> <laughs> I have a meeting uh, up with G.I. Joe that uh, yeah. <laughs> really ask him some harsh questions. <laughs>
0: Uh, next one to talk about from Archie Comics Riverdale season three number four coming out on the twenty sixth. Now, as usual, this is so two don't di- spoil it. Oh, thanks, Pete. Uh, as usual, there are two different stories going on here. One of them involves a meeting between Betty Cooper and Gladys Jones, yep. and mm-hmm. the other one is about Veggie on the high seas. Uh, now,
2: <laughs> sentences don't make any sense. Uh, yeah, no.
0: Here is a bunch of nonsense for you. Uh, as usual, I'll say I like this book. I like the First story a bit more than the second one, yep. um, but I thought it was fun.
2: Uh, on our Riverdale podcast, I right. talk a lot about how the um, the bughead rela- the Betty and Jughead oh, relationship Jesus. is like. This especially this past season, you, they're not they don't seem like they're happy. They don't seem in love with each You're other crazy. you don't get yeah, intimate yeah. moments. You You're just get crazy. them be checking, and being like, "Hey, what part of the case are you on?" And in this book, they do have a. They starts off with a nice date, yeah. And I'm telling you out, that's what I'm missing. But she should be with Archie, Fuck and you. I also love <laughs> Fuck
1: you, Who, uh, Gladys
2: Jones. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, uh, Glarchie. That Uh, might happen. Yeah, man.
1: Anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to art. You could just draw yourself. That's the beauty (laughs) of life.
0: That's the great thing about comics. You could go into any comic shop in the world and just start drawing shit wherever you want. You could take your clothes off and be like,
2: this is bullshit. (laughs) I have the right ideas. No, and no, then you, you can use whatever that. medium you want to draw in, like your own feces. <laughs> yeah. Oh By the God. way,
0: thank you to Midtown Comics for supporting our live show.
2: <laughs> what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> Even man. after Dude, the incident. Yes, our- we don't talk <laughs> about it too much. Uh, and the second story with uh, with Reggie and Veronica, who I also shit pretty hard, was yep. great.
1: Uh, yeah, I really I agree with Zalbs. I think the the first story was a lot of fun. Uh, second story was just a little lighter. Uh, but yeah, I've I've, I've been enjoying air. this since it's really kind of based on the TV show instead of the the original comic. I've been enjoying it a lot more. <laughs> You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Moving over to another
0: image comic, Criminal Number Five. Now, this is the kickoff of what they're promising is the biggest criminal story of all the time, longest. Uh, longest, biggest, whatever you want to call it. They're all just words.
2: Oh, you you know, know, wow. Who,
0: who oh. even cares at this point? Oh shit! So Alex wow. has reached his <laughs> limit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this kicks off with a story of a detective who's going after a missing girl who. Um, seems at first just to be missing, but there's a lot more going on with her as usual in these sort of stories. But by the end, he meets another character from Criminal, and it's going to very quickly spin out of control and bring together a lot of threads and a lot of the different Criminal stories. This is really cool.
2: This is great. It feels like, um, if you're a fan of Criminal, this is like the movie. Like, they just did a Deadwood movie right? like 12 or 19 years after the series or whatever. This is like that. It feels like it's the big budget thing that's bringing together all the characters you've seen. And I love this comic. It's great.
1: This is uh, the first time that I'm really loving this comic. Really? Before, like, the uh, the characters weren't that uh, great. But uh, I'm really impressed. impressed. That's, uh, first of all, crazy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I'm really impressed with this, and I'm excited Uh, to see where this goes, and also excited to see if this makes me want to go back and reread some of the stuff that maybe I didn't like as much.
2: That's what I'm saying. Maybe you've grown since then, because these guys are masters of the form right here.
0: What is it about this story in particular that drew you
1: in more? Do you know, Pete? It's because the characters we weren't focusing on weren't pieces of shit. They uh, were interesting enough, and you didn't immediately not like them or like them. They kind of had this, here's a bunch of information about them. We're going to find out if they're good people or bad people together. So
2: you want to read a comic called Nice Person rather than it, Criminal.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Cool. Oh, no, that's
0: not going to happen. All right, moving on to another one from DC Comics. Deceased number two, still not very oh, high man. on the spelling of this title, I got to tell yes. you. Big problem, big Ooh. problem with this comic. They got to spell it differently in a way that makes yes. more sense. Let's move on to our next and review thus now that
1: we've to our up. criticism. Come on, there, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in this issue.
0: Yeah, no. So, a uh, anti-life equation has uh, morphed and emerged with other things in the DC universe, created a pseudo zombie virus that is wiping out and driving everybody insane who looks at a screen. I'm looking at a screen right now, so I'm a little worried if I go crazy. Your first
1: one down, bro. All I'm
0: saying is you guys better lay down and die because you're not taking me out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, And uh, Batman was in a bad situation at the end. He had tried to stop it. Things were coming after him. Too many screens. we pick up, things only get worse from there.
1: Yeah. Uh, That was tough. That was tough to watch, man. Yeah. So that whole Robin thing, oh, broke my goddamn we heart. we talk
0: about this a little bit with the last issue, but this one very much reminded me of Tom Taylor's run on Injustice because he's, again, focusing on some of his favorite characters there. He brings in Green Arrow and Black Canary. He gives riffs Great on scene them. Oh, it's such Green a good Lantern, scene. Yeah. Uh, I really like this a lot. How would you guys feel about it?
1: Yeah, this really... Uh makes me want to invest in this series the first issue I was like invest. okay yeah I just feel like uh this is really kind of cool especially with that whole Batman Do you see thing. stock is going up Yeah. Yep. yeah guys buy now put
2: your <laughs> money in comic books <laughs> like literally put a ten dollar bill in an issue of a comic book and yep. put it back on the show and seal it Back yeah. and By board. the way, what
0: was the name of your show? Uh, very Mad
2: Money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Stupid Money. Yeah, I don't understand money. Please, <laughs> I don't know all money. Please works. help me. I don't have any money. <laughs> uh, I like this a lot too. It's a. Uh, I mean, I keep saying smart take, but that's what this is here. It's a smart take on the zombie story. It's different. It uses DC continuity of the Anti-Life Equation in an interesting way, um, and it really feels like all these heroes, no matter how powerful they are, are sort of up against it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it ends with a pretty big event. Also, there's a very yeah. pro-camping kind of uh, philosophy. That is camp. the
2: biggest thing about yeah. it. Is yeah, it's yeah. A that's real, right, all the camping mess Yeah,
1: I feel like, wow, they're really pushing this whole camping thing. Get out there. But it's summertime, guys. Go on camp.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Get off the island and go camping. I mm. like
1: to uh, camp in the winter because all the mosquitoes are
2: dead. Yeah, that, that's another great point. Winter camping is uh, an unending nightmare.
0: <laughs> 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 Moving on to another image comic book, birth rate, birth right,
2: Excuse me, uh, birth rate's good too. It's up, <laughs> <laughs> it's up, it's, it's up. up. At least in it's my up. house, it <laughs> is. Yeah. Oh, Maybe we're peaking. Wow. Guys, you guys need to stop having
0: kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, I'm never gonna.
2: No, stop birth rate, it. I love birth rate. It's great. I love it. It keeps you busy. <laughs> <laughs> this comic keeps you busy. <laughs> Birthright
0: number thirty six. You love this book, bro. I love it. You want to talk about it, bro? Yeah, bro, talk
2: about it, bro. Uh, I I feel like I have pitched for this book yeah. every single month that it has come out. Uh, the premise of this book is that a, a kid uh, gets sucked into a magical dimension where he is the chosen one, um, and then he gets pushed back into our dimension. Um, he's aged up. He's a super muscular hero. Um, and then and, he was evil for and a then while. he Well, here's the twist. He was the chosen one meant to take down the evil magician who was running the world, the fantasy world named Lore. Uh, turns out he comes back to Earth, and he... He did not take him down. He, in fact, uh, was overtaken by him and lost. Um, And dealing with the aftermath of that, a lot of family uh, is involved here. His younger brother has become entered the fantasy part of the story. He's become a magician. And this is sort of a, there's been a little bit of break in issues, and this is starting back up dealing with magic on Earth now. And uh, the barriers between um, uh, Earth and Theranos are coming apart, Um, and it is awesome. It's a great book. It's a great jumping on points, but go back and read them all.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm glad there's a comic talking about magic and how you know important it is in our society and in our world. Yeah. But you got to be careful because if uh, you know our world and the magic world collide too much, you know. It's going to be fucked up. Yeah. That would be pretty bad. I say this, this is going to sound
0: bad, but mm. I mean this in a good sense. Uh, I'm ready for this book to end.
1: What the what fuck, fuck? Yeah, is man. with this guy?
2: Yeah. You know what? You think you know him. And he, maybe he's just a different guy wearing this guy's face.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think he came back for the magic world, an evil he's version. Evil. Yes, yeah, right. that's me. Yeah. Hey. But instead of the magic world, it's just work, his job. It's yeah. work, it's he came back job. From bad day at work. Yeah. <laughs> he just came back from work like fucking pissed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bad do you know bad day what the work? difference between you and me, Pete, is? One bad day at work. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and now we're experiencing that. The real yeah. answer is we had to do too many takes reading a thing before this, and this <laughs> is mad about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really not. Uh, the thing about Birthright is, like, first of all, there was that long break. So it definitely took me a while to remember exactly where we were in this book. Right. But it also feels, hearing you describe... describe... Describe the premise We've gotten so far away from it At this point The reason I want it to end Is I feel like we've ran out of that premise I like these characters But this is very much a premise driven book And Mm. I want to see it come to a satisfying end Oh you must
2: hate the Marvel Cinematic Universe then Because it started with this guy Iron Man Dealing with his (laughs) Yeah and then it ended And
0: then we saw the last movie Avengers Endgame And now the Marvel Cinematic Universe is done Nice. And we can move on to the next thing, which, of course, is the Wine Country Cinematic Universe.
2: <laughs> yes. No, that's definitely the movie on everyone's lips. Wine uh, Country, now
0: on Netflix.
2: Wine <laughs> Country. <laughs> Not sponsoring us. And uh, go watch it if you want.
0: <laughs> All right. last what we're going to talk about. For but anyway, hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: What? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I disagree with you. I think it's taken the premise of the the book's birthright started with, and has really blown it out. And we're we're f- able to j- take a journey with these characters rather yeah, than being you're stuck in it's one. blown premise. out
1: too much. It's too much
0: blowing out. I'm on the journey. I'm along for the ride. So you guys might not know about this, but uh, every
2: Jew is allowed. <laughs> oh, My to God, to what is happening? You know? He had a really bad
0: day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> every Jew is allowed to, <laughs> to visit murder
2: one of his <laughs> podcast hosts.
0: <laughs> is allowed to visit. Visit Israel until age thirteen, and they're provided for. They're taken on a trip, etc. This is called a birthright trip. It doesn't last forever, right? You visit Israel, you check it out. So it's got to be thirteen issues and done. And And you head back at the end, all right? Because you're like, I got my impressions. I'm going to bring the impressions back to everybody else. That's all I'm saying. I see. This book clearly is a metaphor for the birthright (laughs) trip that Joshua (laughs) Williamson took. And uh, unless he's still in Israel, fucking edge book, man.
1: Wow. Think he's wow, still
2: in Israel on the dime. On the Are
1: you? Yes, I paid for this book. I don't know. I can't tell if like you didn't go on your trip or your trip wasn't long enough. Uh, I can't no, tell I what never you related really... on my trip. Oh wow, I yeah. think that's what. Why it's... not? I I don't know. I, love, I never had the time. I'd love to go to Israel
2: though. Never had the time as a twelve year old. You're like I'm too busy. <laughs> Super busy. Hey, mom, dad, and uh, everyone in my church, my synagogue. I can't go. Yeah. I'm too busy.
0: I was too uh, busy investing in comic book futures. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's what that has money. paid off. Oh yeah. <laughs> last one to talk about from dc comic books justice league number 25 this is uh brings together some of the biggest characters in dc comics superman he's a guy from krypton <laughs> oh Batman. my god there's actually a lot going out of this it's
1: like a, a full anybody else get choked, choked up anybody else get a little uh, choked up in this issue can I give a rundown of the premise? Sure. Because I'm curious where you got Yeah, exactly. you
2: start crying when he hits the part that makes okay. you cry. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, so the Justice League has been trapped in the sixth dimension where they've seen a future version of themselves created by a guy named the World Forger, who is the brother of the Monitor and the Anti-Monitor. Uh, up the World Forger wants to recreate the universe into the best possible version to save them from an upcoming invasion. Unfortunately, spoilers on, one, two, three, by the end of the issue... They fell. They've actually already failed uh, because the Legion of Doom pretends or kind of saves the world from Mr. Mizaplisic. And in the midst of that, Lex Luthor makes an offer to every villain in the DC Universe says, I'm going to release all of my tech, all of my powers, suit you guys up, all my money, and I'm going to turn the world towards Doom. Let's do this. Let's stop pretending. We're not villains. Let's be villains. He makes
2: that offer to everyone on the planet. Uh, yeah. Be your own villain. Uh, be a villain in your life. Because he's saying the universe is ending anyway. Why don't we cut loose? Yeah. And he calls the heroes sort of cowards for not giving in to their uh, true selves, their villainous Also, they're sides. not
1: there. They're off fighting. Yeah. Um, Doing stuff. The uh, Superman entrance is what got me choked yes, up. Yes,
2: that was that very was, good. It yeah. was
1: beautiful.
0: Yeah, that part was great. I really like the resolution here. Uh, I mentioned the offer because the way it happened, I was very surprised by it. When they described it, it seemed like the Neuron, Neuron, whatever it was thing. Neuron, yeah. Uh, Villains Under- Unleashed Underworld or Underworld Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it was going to be that. This is a very different thing. Yes. And I like... The direction of this a lot. Yes. Yeah, this
2: was great. Really uh, enjoyed it. Really well done. And it's such a surprise because the first half of the issue I thought was great, a great conclusion to the storyline that we've been following. And then the fact that they pivoted so well and so hard into this other massive. A DC year long event, I thought was just felt really organic. Was
1: uh, also well what was nice is you kind of got like an explanation of why people did what they did, and that was also really cool. We had some great like Batman, Superman moments, and like it was really uh, this is really well written and uh, well drawn.
2: You gonna take the money from Luther and be a villain? I'm, I'm a villain all day anyway, you know so I mean? you're cool, yeah. So you don't need the money, I get <laughs> <Okay>, you plenty. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. Wait, would you take the offer uh, and be a villain for a year? Yeah, just for a year. It's like a gap year. Yeah, I it's guess like so. a birthright from hell, sort <laughs> of a thing. Yeah, it's like you
0: know, go to another country and fuck up that country.
2: Okay, I'm in. Oh, what I'm, about you?
0: No way, man. It's like a the purge. Virtuous. Yeah, you, would you do a purge?
1: No. I don't
2: do a purge. No, no, I'd do it on a non-purge day.
1: Wow, dude, you're a fucking badass. (laughs) Anybody can purge. That's why you wear shades. You're so fucking cool. That's
0: like how the night before my 21st birthday, I bought liquor.
1: Yeah, Yeah. see, badass. You got
0: to purge
2: on an off purge day. That's, yeah. That's just as badass as what I was saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on down, and we'll uh, give you some stock tips or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, definitely
2: definitely take some stock tips from us. We are <laughs> high on the hog.
1: Pete, what do you want to plug? Uh, friend us on Facebook, so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live.
0: Check us out at comic book club live.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe on iTunes, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, or the
2: app of your choice. And we'll see you at the comic book shop. And we'll send Alex a cake or something to work tomorrow because <laughs> something's fucked up. Yep. <laughs>